What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. And Chad. With Be A Light. I was going to whisper it, dude. We hope that you've been having a fantastical week. Yes. The the topic about tonight, um, we actually, me and Amy, did a full video. And by the time that everyone sees this one, uh, our video will be out. It's like the music breakdown for Jesus is King. Yeah. And it's something that I've wanted to do for a while um, with like the art stuff. Because um, mm-hmm. there's a lot of artists who are considered secular that have really um, affected culture and that God has used. And it's something that really fascinates me. And um, but now we have a very uh, recent example yeah. <laughs> of that happening. Um, so I'm excited that it's. I'm excited for what we're talking about, but I'm excited that it's going to be a continuing topic. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That's already out, so check it out. We'll put a link in this as well. Uh, but tonight, like we're gonna be talking about. Kanye West, his new album, Jesus is King, but kind of like everything surrounding it. Like, we don't normally do like current events because current events, like, what it, whenever you do those, that show is like out of date really, really quickly. And yeah, this is coming from a guy that did like years of like new stuff, <laughs> but um, I. I I don't know who wants to start about it. Like, I, I've listened to Kanye for a really long time, and I he he pretty much went crazy for a while. Uh, but you know, a lot of times when we get to our lowest, that's when God's like, "Hey, man, I've been here the whole time, but you ready? <laughs> you know what I mean?" And I I'm not sh- I don't know his whole whole thing or anything but like i'm excited for what's going on like i'm excited for what's happening in kanye's life well what is like just like the like fly over for you for you <coughs> i'm just gonna go ahead and say out the gate like what i'm thinking about regarding this entire thing um i see kanye in this situation like Paul Mm -hmm. and you know Paul was made like the apostle of the apostles Mm -hmm. like I I wonder how much uh, if there was any animosity or any envy or anything any jealousy where it's like this guy was just killing all of us and now he's made apostle over all of us you know, yeah. like, this is not right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, I just have a different spin that I want to throw out there that okay, Paul may not have known who Jesus was as a person, mm-hmm. but Jesus is more than just the personhood of Jesus, like God encompasses everything he's all in all of everything mm-hmm. so we have someone like um, Kanye someone like Paul also 
that are, were very, very successful people. Yeah. And some people do not agree with what I'm about to say in a way. That's okay. That's okay, man. <laughs> I feel like excellence is the very nature of God. Mm. Yeah. Like scripture says that his name is excellent in all the earth. Yeah. So like I see Kanye, like why is Kanye so successful? I'll tell you why. It's the same reason Donald Trump's so successful, even if you hate both of those people. They're absolutely crazy. But, like, what they're crazy about is Donald Trump believes he's the best businessman in the world, the best leader in the world, and there's nothing you're ever going to do to make him think something different. Yeah. Kanye believes he is the best music artist of all time, and you are never going to dissuade him. Yeah. Like, he's going, they're going to live their lives that way. Regardless of what happens, they're going to wake up, have the same schedule, going forward every single day, going towards these things. Yeah. And that excellence is going to manifest it over time. It's not over time. I'm just very interested by this because I believe it's God that's told Kanye that he's this excellent. And he's always walked towards that inner voice whether or not he knew what it was or not. Mm-hmm. So now, when he finally has accepted Christ, the person, like, you said, all these people, like, what, he's going to be immediately elevated over all these other believers? Yeah, but the truth is, he's believed God more than you his entire life. Just not the way that you're thinking. Yeah. Hmm. So that's how... No, because well, um, I know even before this, you know, he would call himself the greatest musical artist of all time, but he's still saying that. But in one of the songs, he says, he's like, I've always been telling you I'm the greatest musical artist of all time, but that's because of God. And he says that in one of his songs. So I absolutely agree with what you're saying. <clears throat> I think it's... He's coming at it from a different perspective now. Yeah. Uh, we were watching an interview that Apple Music did with him. And it was an interview that had um, done an interview with him before. And, you know, he was talking about it and the interviewer really didn't get it. But he was like, God has such a sense of humor because he's like, I'm in this position now where it's like, you know, he, he is in this spotlight and it was like, God just made it to where it was like, it happened now. And he was like talking about like Drake and, um, I believe that they've had some differences in the past beef (laughs) and, um, but he's like, I now live like two doors down from him. And now I think he's wanting to reconcile those differences and everything. And he was like, God just has such a sense of humor. And like, we just went right over the interviewer's head. But um, just the way that he's talking and just, I I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Um, And like we talk about it in the music talk that we did. Um, just kind of breaking down the music and everything like there, there are things that are just so intentional 
And I just appreciate so much because I know there's a lot of detail put into it. And especially Mm -hmm. like with the lyrics, it's like there is an excellence about it. Like you can't deny that. And I know some people I've seen where people are like, oh, it's not that good and everything. It's like, well, if you don't really like hip hop or that style isn't something that you necessarily like, you know, that's one thing. But the quality of it is it is it is actually really incredible like um and but you you can go and watch our thing about that because i'll start going on and on about it because it just really amazed me but um for me like i i had heard that he had like started his own church and i didn't know anything about it and i was like okay well (laughs) i hope that that uh, works out for good, you know, but I really didn't know what it was about. And then I see this thing. It was like, Kanye put out this new album. It's called Jesus is King. And it's so good. And I was just like, what? Like, and then I was like, I'll just see what it's about. And I started listening to it. And like, I, I started crying. I was just like, this is unbelievable. (laughs) And like, it was just so moving and like, Um, I, this was before we moved to Gulf Breeze, um, Lenny Kravitz, he put out an album, uh, earlier this year. Yeah, it was probably like this spring he put it out. Um, it was going on tour, but, um, I saw someone who, uh, he's done, a lot of films like finger of God and things like that. And, um, the guy like took his daughter to one of his concerts and apparently Lenny Kravitz has also had some kind of, um, encounter with God. And a lot of his songs on this new album, like there's literally a song called like gold dust or something. It's talking about just seeing like the, (laughs) seeing like just the amazing things of God and like, um, I, I would go recommend that album as well, but it was just like, I'm seeing how God is slowly working his way back into mm-hmm. music. And like, it just, I, I, I felt that same thing when I was listening to Kanye's album and it was just like, I was just amazed at what God had done. And, you know, like with Kanye, I know just a year or two ago like he had a tour where he was really like mocking Jesus and had somebody dressed as Jesus apparently for his concert or whatever yeah, it was like the end of the <clears throat> show like a guy yeah. would come out and like he was proclaiming himself as God and I mean it was just a lot of weird stuff but now it's you know he it's a complete 180 and it just like I don't know I'm just kind of floored at his experience and like reading listening to the music reading the lyrics um, reading some articles um, there's actually um, Sean Bowles went to his event with his church um, this past Sunday and he did an article for CBN 
news mm-hmm. about it. <clears throat> and I actually really like what he was talking about because he was like, it was really amazing, you know, but I've, I've watched interviews and I went and experienced it. And he was like, he's still on a journey with some things, which I absolutely agree. But I mean, and he's even said it himself. He's like, I'm a new, I think he said it like I'm a new convert, you know, and I'm still kind of figuring this whole thing out. Yeah. And he's very honest about that. And I really appreciate that. You know, he's not trying to act like he knows everything, but, um, even if, even with that, um, his music is just filled with word and encouragement. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I was just really blown away. Yeah, and I know we talked about that. If this is his first album as a Christian, what's the second, the third, the twentieth going to sound like? Yeah. You know what? What is it going to sound like as he deepens his relationship? I can only imagine because <clears throat> Kanye is the type of person that when he wants something, when he's wholehearted about something, he's like a mad dog. Like he goes after it and he gets deep into it. It's not something that's just like, oh, well, I I fancy this. No, it's like full-blown. Like when he created his clothing line, full-blown, like everything. That's just his personality. Yeah. And that's he's about God that way now. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine. And I was watching an interview um, earlier today with his actual pastor hmm. um, that he he's like from LA or whatever. And he was like, he's like, you know, I'm the head pastor of this place. He was doing like an interview and it was, um, you know, like they asked him, you know, what are your beliefs and all this kind of like given his credentials, you know, cause some people can construe things, but like it lines up, you know, believes the, the right things, you know, you can believe in the Bible, but construe it. But anyway, he was talking about, you know, Kanye came a few times to church, you know, he's just in the back, you know, just standing in the back, just listening to everything. And then when he, you know, after one service is like the third or fourth time he was at service, um, he was, you know, he asked someone to like get the head pastor. He's like, I want to, I want to talk to you. And he's like, okay. He's like, Hey man, how are you? He's like, I'm doing well, you know, and just starts conversation. He's like, my name's Adam. I think that was, yeah, it was Adam. He's like, what's your name? Like, yeah, ask Kanye that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it was, it, some people think that was like a power play, but it was like. Just treating him like a normal know, person. You know, treating him like a normal person. And like, he spent time with him over the next few weeks after that meeting mm. to really pour into him to make sure that Kanye had a good, firm basis of what, a Christian life should be, you know, the beliefs that he should have and everything. Mm -hmm. And that's what we should be, you know, doing for every convert is pouring into them, you know, making sure, you know, they're not getting to the things that they shouldn't be and everything. But I know some people are like, oh, well, this is just, this is, he's a fraud and he's just trying to get money and everything. But why would you spend so much time pretending, you know? He probably Oh yeah, I'm sure he has on this project. Like I'm, I think now he might be gaining stuff, but like he had to invest a lot yeah. in order to get it to here. Because it's like I know it was like he'd 
he mentioned something about like April, I think is mm-hmm. when he first like shared one of the songs from the album. Yeah. Um, you know, but it had to start before that. But, you know, that's months and months of investing into making an album and doing these services and everything. It's like that costs a lot of money. Yeah. So it's like he had to invest all that in order and I mean, you don't know if how people are going to react to it. But I know it's like totally blown up and everything, but mm-hmm. um, it you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. Well, and the Sunday services like started out just for his family. Like it was just a way to like have his family ministered to mm. and everything. And that was like really important to him. So like why I'm saying all of this is I think it's important to look at like if we're going to look at his deeds we have to start after he's gotten saved we can't look at all of this you know that's a testimony but we can't judge the man that he is now with his past because we would be saying that's what we need to be doing to ourselves Mm -hmm. but john 3 17 says he didn't come to the world to judge it but to save it yeah if Jesus did that, then we we don't have any rights. We're imperfect beings made perfect through him. So we, we have no right to, well, he's doing this for money. He's a fraud. He's just trying blah, blah, blah. No. And Robbie Dawkins said it really well on his post. It's like, we need to be raising these people up. You know, we need to be raising Kanye up and his whole family up. You know, praying for them instead of doubting Pray that this is something that sticks. It's not just a, you know, a year or six months or ten months kind of thing. It needs to be this is how it's going because people got their eyes on him. People are, you know, they might be going to Sunday service to see what Kanye's doing, but they're getting the word put in them. Yeah. They're getting the word put in them. Like Adam, the guy that's his pastor, like it was one of the earlier Sunday services after they met and everything. He's like, I know people weren't there to hear me preach or whatever. He's like, and once Kanye like stopped singing, it was my turn to talk or whatever. He's like, people kind of started doing whatever they you know wanted to do. He's like, but that might have been the only chance that they got to hear the word. So I just pumped them full of the word, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I think that's so important for us to like take this opportunity. It's like, man, look at this. People are listening to Jesus as king because they're curious. Yeah. They're curious what's going on. Kanye West. Like, (laughs) Kanye West. (laughs) That's crazy talk. Like, my mom's like, put some Kanye West on the other day. And I was just like... (laughs) I I never thought we would be playing Kanye West for his parents, like, ever. And then we like, we were... We were excited about it, and Zach was playing it for them the other day, and they were just like, this is really cool. And, like, I mean, his mom was sharing it and everything, but it's just like, you know, who would have ever thought? But apparently God did. <laughs> yeah. And I think going back to the Saul thing, like, Saul was the best that he was, that yeah. could ever be. He was the most, was yeah, he was the most learned. He no No one could compare to him. And, like, Kanye, like, his music, I don't think anybody can compare to his music, but even before he was saved. Like, it was just on a different level. You know, I didn't like all of it, but 
it was on a different level. And now, <laughs> having this transformation, full transformation, into the body of Christ, like that music is now like bought with the blood, just like Paul was bought with the blood. And everything he does now is, you know. What is excellence? I don't know the actual definition, do you? Well, it means something that excels, but I was just thinking about it while you were speaking. Like, the nature of excellence is the result of faithfulness. Mm -hmm. It's like the truth is, Paul and Kanye were extremely faithful people. Extremely faithful. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it's so cool to see this kind of conversion where there's not going there's not going to be a whole lot of time before he's elevated in the community because he already has the nature of a ruler. Yeah. He just has to submit to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like God doesn't take a homeless person and make him a ruler. He takes a homeless person and makes them excellent and then they rule. Yeah. You know, there's like a process yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that this time he saved someone that's like already established. And yeah. Proven, you know. Well, it's like, like it brings Moses to mind where it's like he was raised in the palace. So he would know when he goes back how to operate in the palace, how to get an audience with the Pharaoh. I mean, because yeah. of who he was, but it was, you know, it's like, I know I've heard, I've heard people talk about it, but it's just like, you know, if you're raised with a poverty mentality, you know, that's what you live from. If you're, you know, raised in the palace, so to speak, you know, you have that palace mentality. And it's just, you know, he, like you were saying, it was faithful to his craft and just having that drive you know, but now it's, I know, um, he's made a statement where it was like, you know, I, I told you like what high fashion did for me and what Hennessy did for me. And now I'm going to tell you what Jesus did for me. And it's just like, you know, he, and it, it brings like lyrics to mind, just all the things he's talking about having laid down and, you know, even giving his family, to God and like um you know he even says like not being a slave to the culture that he has been a slave to mm-hmm. not serving the devil anymore you know and he makes that very plainly he's like I I was serving the devil and he's like but I'm going on strike yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he literally says that in one of the songs and it's just like it's like he knows and um you know it's just like I d- I just I I don't know I keep going back to I love how he really sees how God used um, (coughs) I just love how he really sees how God has placed him where he is and he's being faithful with what God has given him. Yeah, and it's kind of like the... I think it's like the tenths or whatever tenets that 
the parable where the master is giving those to the servants to invest in. It's like one he gave, like he gave five to one, and then he came back with ten, and then you know one got the whole return on or whatever, and then the one buried it. (laughs) It's like which one are we? And a lot of Christians are the ones that bury it because it's like that's too much work to go invest, use our talents, (laughs) you know. But he's. He knew what he was getting into because there's literally one that uh, is called hands-on. It's like I, I didn't. He didn't ask for permission. What are you hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first ones to judge me. And it's like he knew what he was getting into when he was making this album, yeah. but he was still faithful to make it. Yeah. And I, that's just awesome, you know. Yeah. Like. I think I I'm really thankful that um you know people that I know, you know, friends with like the things I see on social media, like the majority of it is positive mm-hmm. or um coming against people, you know, being skeptical, but I know that there are people out there who are skeptical. And um, you mentioned earlier about um, something that Robbie Dawkins mm-hmm. posted. If you don't know who Robbie Dawkins is, go look him up. He's really awesome. But, um, you know, he made a statement or kind of posed the question and then was discussing it. But he was like, you know, because of just everything that has happened and the amount of exposure that he has um, and just his message about repentance that he's sharing, you know, there's been a statement where it's like, well, what if he's like the next Billy Graham or something like that? And I know that's like, that's a big statement to make. And, you know, I definitely think he's going to be his own person. Yeah. But when I first saw that, it was just like, the next Billy Graham, like, really? But then God was like, Amy, you don't get to say who he is. I get to say who he is. I was like, okay, God. <laughs> and it was just like, I don't know, just when you see, it's like, this is if this is just the start like you were saying earlier you know this we should be praying for him and lifting him up and you know encouraging him to go forward because of what he is capable of doing and because like he's very genuine and honest about it and um I I appreciate the authenticity. I mean, like we were watching, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, <clears throat> and like he he said a bad word, and he was like, "Oh, I guess I get a markdown on my Christian points today, or something like that." And just I mean, he made a made a joke about it, but, but I mean, it's like he's like, you know what? I'm like, I'm I'm working through this. I'm figuring it out. And he's not being shy about that. Like, he's not trying to pretend that he knows everything. I know I've already said that, but it's just yeah. like, 
that's what people want. They want something honest mm -hmm. and real. And, you know, it's like, well, and for anyone to say that, for anyone to be like skeptical or think that this isn't a genuine thing, he's, he's being genuine. I mean, he has his daughter out there with him. He's been talking about how, like he made a comment about how there was some like music award and he was like, I tried to get my daughter to dress up to compete with Rihanna. And it was like, I mean, this is a little girl. And he was just like, he was like, that's so messed up. And it was just like, he was just so honest about things. And it was just like, people don't talk like that if they yeah. haven't had some kind of experience. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know how you can be, if you're skeptical, I think it's because you don't know the whole story and you haven't tried to understand. Yeah. And that's, that's on you for not wanting to do that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fake news. If you, yeah, <laughs> it is. If you want it to be, no, I, I'm saying like when, because a lot of people will look at something and make a judgment and not have all the information. And then they yeah. concoct their own story in their heads. That's what I was meaning by fake news Yeah. on that. But I'm excited because if God can do it for Kanye, he can do it for anybody. But he talks about in one of these interviews, and I know we're talking about Kanye a lot, but I want to kind of bring it to this idea. Yeah. He talks about being a Christian innovator. He's like, that's that the church used to have all the artists, all the minds. And you know, over the years, you know, the church lost a lot of power, a lot of finances and everything. And like those minds went out into the world and everything. He's like, but I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian innovator. Like he's, like bringing more jobs to the states, like he's got his own clothing line, like he's trying to have like renewable resources brought, yeah. like made, and all of this kind of stuff. And it's like that spoke volumes to me, mm -hmm. and I know it speaks volumes to y'all as well because I feel that calling on our lives as well is like we're here not to just keep the status quo or just slightly improve on what's been done before, but we're supposed to be innovating in Jesus's name you know it shouldn't be somebody that's a an atheist that's getting all these awesome ideas the only reason they're getting the ideas is because God wants them in the world and someone in that's his is not being obedient isn't jumping out and having faith yes sir <laughs> <laughs> um, this is something I talked about more saw something that really messed with me. I mean, in a good way. Um, do you guys know how successful the Jewish population is? Very. It's like ridiculous. Mm -hmm. charts. And the Lord said that Israel would be a blessing to all the nations. Mm -hmm. And right now, <clears throat> we maybe six months ago, seven months ago, we had some Jewish, a Jewish gentleman from Israel come and they played like this video of like just all the things that's going on in Israel. In Israel right now, 
they are the only it's the only place in the world where the desert is receding hmm. you guys have seen that or not no like they've created this irrigation system to where they're getting I don't, I don't remember how it works but like getting water deep under the sand and now vegetation is coming up through the desert hmm. Hmm. but it's like where do you think those ideas are coming from yeah <laughs> it's God yeah and I feel like the Jewish population have been living I also don't think it's magic. No. I, I, what I believe is that God teaches people to be disciplined and faithful. And like Jewish people are notorious for being extremely hardworking and extremely intentional about their lives. Yeah. This stuff isn't just magically happening. Yeah. yeah. God, God's giving the ideas. But we need the body of Christ to match that level of excellence. Mm-hmm. And we'll see all of God's creation excel in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because like I was saying earlier, it's a lot of Christians will put their investment, God's investment in there, in the ground. They'll hide it. Yeah. You know, that kid song, don't put your, you know, lying under a bushel or whatever. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what a lot of the church has done is they're trying to hide it, and it's like, well, somebody else will do it. Well, the pastor will do it. Oh, well, the youth minister will take care of the kids. No, it's it's got to be a daily thing. That's like you're saying, like the Jewish people are very, like, they're very serious about it. They're very serious about their, their walk as well. You know, they're very intentional. And a lot of it, you know, is because they've been taught it hasn't just been the rabbi. It has been from the get-go, from the family, how the family operates. And that's how we've got to be as the body because we it takes a village to raise anybody. Yeah. So, you know, to be Christian innovators, we've got to invest in people. You know, our innovations can be small. They can be big. But it, they we've got to innovate. We can't. We can't just let the church keep going the way it's been going because the way it's been going has been dwindling. Yeah. You know? It can't be the same. What worked in the 90s can't work right now. The word works, but the methods have to change. Well, like... Like, when you're saying dwindled down, like, like, you can drive down the street and find five different churches mm-hmm. that probably have, you know, 40 to 50 people that go there or a church like ours, which is smaller than that. Um, you know, it's, and it's almost like being in the ministry it's like you automatically associate that with poverty and that, but it's something that's been glorified where it's like, (laughs) I'm going there. I'm going there. Like, cause I know people that have had this mentality, including myself where, um, I used to, where it, it's like 
because I'm serving God, that means I'm giving up every material thing. And I'm mm. just, I just love Jesus so much. And like, it's just, but that's not how it's supposed to work. Yeah. And I've learned more and more, especially over the last couple of years about how people invested into Jesus's ministry. Like you look at Mary and Martha, like they, they hosted him. They were able to feed him, do mm-hmm. all this stuff. Like those ladies had money. Yeah. And you look at Paul, um, your mom was actually talking about this on Sunday. Um, she was saying how, you know, people were investing into him and he was able to go to all of these different churches and all these different cities and establish things there. And it's like, it costs money to do that. Yeah. And, you know, to put out an album like Connie's and do all that stuff, like it costs money to do that. We were just talking about the investment and it's just like, and you were talking about excellence and I know like in Ephesians, it's something that has just resonated with me. Like it says that God wants to point to us as future examples of what it looks like to walk with him and to display his glory. And I really feel like that is about just doing life well Mm -hmm. and doing life well like you're able to balance things. You have discipline and you have the finances in order to pour into those things and make them flourish. Um, At our church, every Sunday we have um, like a, it's like a reading that we do, but we like declare over our tithes and our offerings, you know, that, God is going to bring us jobs and better jobs. And there's like this whole list of things. Um, They do a similar thing at Bethel, but it's, we end with saying like, I thank you, Lord, that you give me more than enough to give back into the kingdom of God. Like there's enough for me. And all he's asking is for 10%, but really everything that we have is God's. Um, I heard Andrew Womack teaching about that. It was really, really good. But um, he was saying, like, when you look at your bank account, it's like you can't look at your money as your money. It's God's money. Because when, and it's not like God is controlling. He's going to, he's going to make that into wealth that works Mm. for you, works for the kingdom. And I just, I don't know. I I could go on and on about that, but like I really believe it's like he wants excellence. And when you when you first said excellence, it reminded me I heard it the other day. Um there's perfectionism and then there's excellence. And perfectionism is like it's having to get every little thing right, but excellence is working to make things better, working to make them to the best, but it's okay if everything isn't perfect. But, um, you know, I, I think that's kind of 
been an issue is this poverty mentality and feeling like we have to have everything perfect and just bringing you back to Kanye it's like he's he's very open about how he hasn't been perfect but he's not shying away from the fact that he wants to he still has this drive to make yeah. things excellent and I just that's that's how it's supposed to work it's not supposed mm-hmm. to be like what it's been yeah. And I just, it's very encouraging to me. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, um, you were just hitting on things that I was thinking about, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to see how I can bring it into the conversation. But I used to go to this big organization on campus that had all kinds of believers, all different kinds of belief systems, and just all the Christians that were together. Yeah. It was a cool little thing, but, and I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't know that much then. In a lot of ways, I was very green as a Christian. But I just noticed there were a lot of people that had what I would call, what other people would call, it's not my term, false humility. Mm-hmm. Where they have, they actually have pride in acting like they've sacrificed their whole life to live nothing for God. Yeah. <laughs> it's the stupidest yeah. thing ever. And like, I don't, I don't care. I'll tell you this is, if you live like this, I'll tell you that is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be mean because you're like, you're just wasting your life. And like, I know these people that, you know, went on to get these, you know, high theological degrees, really, really awesome people that I think highly of. But I just knew because they would say it like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go here and they only allow me to make this much money. It doesn't even matter how much they tithe or give. Like, I think I'm going to keep this much. And like, I just, I, it just messes with my head. There are so many people that only understand life like with inside the church culture. I'm not saying the kingdom culture. I'm saying the church culture. Oh, yeah. That's like all that they understand. I was actually at a church for a while that I didn't necessarily understand at that time. But it was a lot like that where the only thing that they really wanted to do was church. And I say church. Yeah. No, yeah. And I'm saying they were pushing for like almost every day of the week. They just wanted us doing church. I was one of those people. <laughs> but like if you're doing that, you don't have the ability to excel at something. Because you're, all your time is sent sitting in a pew. Yeah. And that's not God. Come sit in front of me. I'll tell you that's not God. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And another thing you were saying, just talking about excellence and glory and all that. There's a song, it might be a song, I'm not sure, but it says that his glory is beyond the heavens. Mm. And I believe that what we are supposed to be doing with our life is looking up to the heavens and aspiring to be at that spot. And then with faithfulness and discipline, like we follow God until we reach that point. And then once we're there, there's already another layer. Mm. already another level to go to it's like well I couldn't do music now I can't now I'm into music now I'll get good now I'll get famous now I'll get rich now I'll get a clothing line yeah. <laughs> like now I'll get saved now I'll run for president <laughs> you know he, he said recently he might run for president one day it's like, yeah. it's like what is, now that I've conquered one thing let's move to the next stage and conquer something else yeah 
Well, like... That's God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Like you were saying, it's like we... I, I loved that psalm that you just said because it made me think of um, how like the the seraphim that are around God's throne and it's they're described as like having their wings like this almost like covering their face but they're actually like covered in eyes they're really strange looking things but they're actually looking down and I heard someone explain it once it's like because they're around they're around the throne all the time singing holy 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 is lord god almighty and the earth is filled with his glory and they're singing that all the time because they're looking down here and seeing his mm. glory displayed all the time yeah when i heard that i was like i was like that's so amazing <laughs> <laughs> and but it's like it's uh i love how you said it cuz it's it is like this to I want to say twofold thing but I don't think that's the right phrase um where it's like his glory is being proclaimed in heaven and we are supposed to be living from where we sit in heaven we're seated in heavenly places and we're supposed to be mm. living from heaven's perspective because how all this is wrapping up <laughs> This whole Pun intended. whole thing is heaven and earth coming together mm-hmm. on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. And it's like, that's what this is all about. And it really starts with us and living for the glory of God. And that's excelling. I know that's kind of become the word for the night, excellence. But that is excelling. Yeah. And what God has called us to do. And that's, you know, whatever that may be for each one of us, you know, he's all called, he's called us all to something different because our part builds into one big thing, but that's how this all wraps up. That's what the book says <laughs> There's no yeah. getting around that, you know? Well, and that's how the book begins. Like Eden and heaven Come were on. like overlapping each other. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's what he wants it to return to is yeah. that. Yeah. And us and you said this last Wednesday after Bible study to me you were like what if seeking the kingdom of God is seeking your place in the kingdom the thing that you're supposed to be focusing on. Yep. That excellence in that. And that's been sticking in my head it's like I don't have to be good at x y and z. If God's called me to this, which he has, I've got to be the best at this. I've yeah. got to be that innovator. Well, and that also, like, I know a lot of people, they get really caught up with, like, I just want to know my calling. I want to know what the Lord has for me. And I think it's maybe what they're being called to isn't what they think it should be. Yeah. Or that they really just feel confused because it's like, well, a calling must mean that I'm some celebrity worship leader, or I'm some celebrity pastor, or I'm doing a podcast or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, this is just this is just what we're doing. 
That doesn't mean that everybody else has to do it. Like people yeah. were made for different things. And like it really can just start with, well, okay, what does God tell us to do? It's like, well, you know, go and love your neighbor. If you have some job that even if you don't want to be working at that job, just love the people at your job well. Yeah. And like God knows the desires of your heart and he, he made you, he built you and he's going to put you where you need to be. And it's like, just be patient. And that call that is on your life, he's going to let you know, don't feel like you have to figure it out tomorrow. You know what I mean? Well, and everybody's not meant to be a pastor yeah. or, you know, like your calling might not be in the ministry and that's okay. It might be, you might be a tech guru that knows how to do this, that, and the other. Like everybody's made as a facet of God mm-hmm. and that's, and people are like, well, how is that possible? Psalms one fifteen and three. <laughs> Our God is in heaven, and He does as He wishes. <laughs> I I posted one of the songs from the Kanye album, and I used that psalm, and it was just like God can do anything. It was like He does whatever He wants. <laughs> like I love that verse because people are like, "Well, how is that God?" Like. <laughs> he is in heaven and he does as he pleases. <laughs> but I think that's so true. It's like who who's next? Who's the next one? Who's gonna be, you know, who's gonna be radically changed, you know? And we could speculate and all of that, but it's like it could be somebody at our workplace because we're investing them. It yeah. could be one of our friends, it could be a family member because we're investing in them. It could be the person that we least think, and I know that each of one of us sitting at this table was that person at some point in time. Because yeah. I know people looked at me as like, yeah, Zach's way off in left field. And I know you've <laughs> thought the same thing when you came to a Nerd Cave recording one time. you know. And it's like, God can do anything. He can transform people. And Kanye's just, he's on a platform right now, and it's just showing the mighty hand of God working in the earth. That he can change him. He can change me. He can change you. He can change Amy. Like, that's awesome. What's awesome is the fact that Kanye said yes and used his platform. Mm hmm. Because that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Doesn't mean God's not asking people to say yes. Yeah. But it's a whole lot easier to surrender when you're at the bottom of the totem pole. As opposed to surrendering when you're controlling everything. You yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But God says he'll never ask you to give up something that he won't give you a hundredfold in this life and the next. Hmm. So maybe we will see Kanye be a Billy Graham if he's at the place where he's willing to give God everything when he already has everything. I really hope that we do. <laughs> I really hope so because... Yeah. Like the the realm of influence that he's in, I mean, you think about like hip hop culture and rap culture. It's like, you know, he 
he knows that he's needed there. Yeah. I think he really recognizes that. And the influence that he's able to have is a really beautiful thing. Yeah. And I've like I've seen people um I saw some kid the other day, like he <laughs> I I'm assuming that he made it himself, but it was a sweatshirt and it had like kind of medieval painting sort of looking like Jesus is on it and it had Jesus as king hmm. and he's like I'm not a Christian I don't really do any of that but he's like but I'm going to Kanye's Jesus is king thing and yeah <clears throat> and you know but it was just like he may not even realize it's like you know he's wearing a sweatshirt that he probably made himself that says Jesus is king on it but you know those are the kind of people that he's influencing. And yeah. that's, that's just really amazing. Like, it's <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, <sighs> one thing that I've thought, cause I believe Justin Bieber's going through the same thing. Isn't he? Sure. I believe he's been so. going through something. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I've heard many times, lot of these like super popular musical artists started singing and playing in the churches. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like what of all these people that are backslidden that know the truth that have been just growing in the world yeah. starting to have the courage to just decide to change and decide mm-hmm. to come back and if it's just like a wave of all of them just being like I'm coming home, you know? <laughs> there, I'm not going to say who it was. Um, but there is another, she's a pop artist, but um, I know that has had that kind of upbringing. And I know that it would be so amazing for that to happen mm-hmm. for her. And um, especially like, this is kind of a side thing. I'm just going to... There's a lot of um, female pop artists who they've become like these very like overly sexualized... We, we all know about that. Um, but it's become very popular with the gay community. And that... I believe it's like, well, this is like the height of femininity and that's what they think femininity is. And so they try to identify with that. And I know that might seem a little bit reaching, but a lot of like female pop, you know, Britney Spears, Lady Gaga, like like a lot of their fan base is gay males. Mm Mm-hmm. And having people who, you know, that could have a similar experience to Kanye and be able to help influence these different cultures. um, Like, I know that God can do it and I want to see it happen. And it just, it makes me hopeful for what he can do. And... I I don't know. I I think it's something that we 
just as a be like team, but also we like as the church need to be praying into more that. And I really feel like this is God kind of being like, this is a major seed for hope Yeah. to move forward with this. And he's like, I'm taking back the music industry. I'm taking back Hollywood. And I really feel like we're going to see that in just huge, huge ways. Like, what we've been talking about tonight, yeah. but even more, I really believe that. I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement. <laughs> Got anything else? No, I'm good. Amy, I'm just excited. <laughs> yeah. He's in heaven. He <laughs> does as he wishes. <laughs> 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 um. Amy, praise out. Lord, I just thank you so much for how you encourage us. I thank you for what you're doing in the world. Lord, the world is not lost. It is not a hopeless place. It's yours, and you are taking it back. And I thank you for what you are doing in the music industry in Hollywood and in the church, Lord, that you're taking back the church as well, that you are bringing excellence into all these realms. And I thank you, Lord, that no matter what culture has had the biggest influence in the world, Lord, I know that your kingdom culture is what ultimately reigns. And I just thank you that we are seeing more and more of that. And I pray that these events, that the conversations that it's starting, including this conversation, Lord, that it would spark hope for other people to follow in this excellence and to follow after you. That we just... We thank you for what you're doing again and again. And God, we just say, show us your glory. Continue to show us your glory, Lord. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Well, there you have it, everybody. Uh, Share it. Yep. With somebody that you love. It helps out a ton. Yes, like, (laughs) share, follow, subscribe, notification bell. Uh, we also have a podcast version of the show, so if you'd rather hear it that way, definitely go subscribe over on whatever podcast service that you like to use. We're on there. That's just how it works. How it works. But each and every week we put out one of these episodes on Mondays, 5 o'clock, so check it out. It's when they go live. And then if you want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash light. Toss us a few dollars, help keep the lights on, help us invest in making more and more shows, uh, like the music show. That's something we're going to be making more of. But mm-hmm. I know Chad and Judah have different show ideas and like there's stuff going on. So help us keep making awesome content because believe it or not, this is our job. So like, well, it's like we were talking earlier. It takes money to yep. do these things. It takes money. It takes investments to make. All of this happened. And if you want to get some awesome t-shirts, 
we got those two. You can check those out. Links are all in the description below. But we appreciate your time. We appreciate you coming along on the journey with us. This has been Zach. And Amy. And John. Y'all have a blessed week. Goodbye. Thank you.